Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 256. And the way we go. Everybody and welcome to episode two fifty six of a shot of wrestling. I am your host at Michael J. Putty, joined as always by Mark Schwan. Marcus, how are you, buddy? It is my God, Putty, your favorite actor, the Hollywood assassin, Mark Schwan, and we are. What the fuck is that? You sounding crystal crystal clear? That's a great connection we have. Oh wait, Marcus, there is no connection. For the first time since February twenty twenty, you're in. Quote unquote, studio, we're not in the studio anymore. But uh, face to face, buddy. How, uh, we are face to face. This is fantastic. For the first time in like, what, 14 months, 15 months. Oh, my Lord, dude. It's, it's a long time coming. Welcome back, bud. <sighs> Great to be back, man. I was thinking Zoom is so much easier because we can, like, once we hang up, we can go to bed. Right. But now we can hang out. We talked for like an hour before the show started. Like, it's good to catch up, buddy. Good seeing you. You know what? It's just like. There's only so much Zoom I can do. Yeah. You did a whole fucking play in Zoom. I did a whole play on Zoom. I did multiple plays in Zoom, actually. Uh, you know, had different meetings on Zoom. I'm Zoomed out. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you know, being in person again, like, you know, having that, uh, it's different, man. Different vibe. Different vibe, right? I mean, I had to put pants on for the first time. Good for you. But uh, it's worth it. <laughs> I'm glad you put on pants, personally. Thank I'd take you. them off if you feel comfortable. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I'm great. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Now, it feels good to, like, I, I, I've hardly seen anyone outside, like, my wife, my dog, or family. It, it's it's good to see a, a friend Yeah. in person. I, I can't remember the last time I saw a friend in person, actually. No more me waiting for you to finish your poker games? Right. Are they still going on, or you guys... I okay. Are you guys ready to do it in person too? It too well, it, it's hard to because we're all spread out oh, throughout yeah, the country. Sure. Duh, yeah, I I hope we continue doing it somehow, some shape or form. Like obviously, now that we're back action doing on Fridays, it's going to be hard for me to do on Fridays. If we do it on a Saturday or Sunday, whatever, uh, I'm I'm still down. Hopefully, they're listening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, and they're not wrestling fans, so I doubt they are. Yeah, but. Yeah, no, that was great though. That was that, that was that's one thing I hope we keep going uh, during the pandemic. So, what made you decide like this weekend to finally suck it up and come in studio again? In studio, I keep saying in studio, but well, I know you're fully vaccinated. Yep, I just got my second vaccine shot uh, the other day. Uh, I know, so I'm mostly vaccinated, but I know you're fully vaccinated. So I figured, like, hey, you know what? It's safe enough for me. So uh, let's rock out. No masks. Don't wear a mask anymore. I still will because people are fucking nuts. Right. But uh, wow, man, things are getting back. Things are getting back to normal, Marcus. Well, technically, New York hasn't changed the law yet. Oh, really? 
They they have it. The CDC said like no masks, but New York hasn't gone along the lines oh, yeah. with it yet. They will eventually. They will eventually. Like, if I'm I go to a store, I'm still wearing a mask. If yeah. I go inside somewhere, I'm still going to wear a mask. But, I haven't eaten out in a restaurant, so I know what I'm going to do there. But Trader Joe's, I heard that, yeah, yeah, you hear about that? Uh, for those that don't know yet, uh, Trader Joe's, you can go in maskless now. I think Target said that too. Too did they? I, I did not know. That. I believe I saw something with Target, but you have that. to be vaccinated. That, that's yeah. the thing. So. A couple weeks ago, I decided to. Uh, there's a friend of mine who I'm already close with. Mm-hmm. She's me and her are big Mets fans. Let's go to the Mets game. Let's, we haven't hung out in a while. Let's hang out to the Mets game. Told a friend of mine about it. He wanted in on it. So he's like, "Oh, let's go to the Mets game X day in May." I'm like, yeah, all right, let's do this. A little nervous because my first time being like a huge public, right? So we're looking at tickets, and that's when I'm home watching the press conference from the governor and the Mets. Yankees president, now they're going to segregate the stadium. So Interesting. People, I actually did not know that. People who are vaccinated can, can sit together, I think, on the field level. And unvaccinated people have to sit, like, far apart. How did he monitor that, though? That's my question. How do, like how can I just go up and say, hey, yeah, I'm vaccinated? Do you have to, you, I guess you have to have your vaccine card in you at all times. That's what I'm wondering. Late night comedians are making a joke how the vaccine card is great, but they had to fuck us over by not making it small enough, putting it in a wallet. But um, so when I just went for my second shot the other day, it sounds like they're going to go electronic very soon. So I went to a, a kidney doctor to find out what's going on with my kidneys. And they asked me if I had got the vaccine yet. And before I answered, they go, oh, wait, yeah, we see you did. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you told the, me about that. How the fuck do you know that already? So maybe there's something like there's some big database that our names are popping up on that can check. Right. So there, there is going to be a, a database where they're going to be able to track that and, and everything. That's fine. That's fine by me. <laughs> oh, God, I hate people. Just fucking people have to argue about everything, Marcus. Oh, dude. My wife and I we were talking about that earlier. It's just like everyone feels like they have a voice for shit that they don't know yep. anything about. Like, I, it, I can't believe I'm saying this because like. The, the company I, I, I have is called Local Media. We're all about social media for small businesses. But social media could be so toxic at times because of the fact that, like, you have these – I don't want to say uneducated, but there are a lot of uneducated people out there. Don't get me wrong. But there are people that yeah. are not experts in certain fields like such as science. Yeah. Oh, everyone's an expert in science, Mark. And, and, and But yet they, they just want to speak what they don't know. And I have a couple people – who I am friends with on Facebook, who are decided to take the route of blaming Joe Biden for this gas shortage. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Like, how stupid do you people, how much hate do you guys have in your heart? The slightest thing, get to blame this guy. That's fault. One, prices go up normally in May, annually, because they're doing cleaning, they're servicing the tanks. And there's a fucking cyber attack. Yeah, exactly. Cyber attack. And you got these fucking jamokes who are fucking filling up plastic garbage bags of gasoline. Here they want to impeach Joe Biden? I've been saying that since Trump got impeached the first time. If the Democrat wins, the Republicans are going to impeach him as soon as possible. And with the midterms coming up, as the Republicans take back the House, I told my friend the first thing they're going to do is impeach fucking joe biden hands yeah, down not, they, not even a question anymore they want to impeach him because of the his tweet about uh wearing getting vaccine or wearing a mask oh that makes sense yeah what charge is that going to be <laughs> he's a dictator 
Hashtag Dictator Joe was trending for uh, for a while the other day. <sighs> People are so fucking stupid. I am rubbing my face. I know we're not supposed to, but I'm vaccine, so fuck that. <sighs> it, it makes no sense, man. Like, and how? And, and this is crazy. I'll, I'll be real. I'll keep it real. You know, I, 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 I'm still actually technically a registered Republican, but I, I feel like I, I cannot relate to a Republican today at all. Republicans, Democrats, Independents, politicians in general are generalized as liars, cheats, dirty, right? So finally, finally, you have one politician standing up for the truth. Liz Cheney? And she gets punished. Right. What the? I I hate, I usually hate talking about politics, but man, it's just so ridiculous what's going on right now. This is not, this is not normal. And I'm like, okay, you guys want to break away, start your own party? That's probably the best thing Republicans can hope for. Get the fucking whack, whack jobs. No, form, that's, form, that's a Republican's worst nightmare. For the Patriot Party and have the Republicans be normal. For any party, this is this is like your worst possible nightmare. You see like an actual civil war within... Well, as a Democrat, I'm fine with that. Within within the party. It, it, would, be, it would be just bad for Democrats if this were to happen. Yeah, but it's not and I'm sure it will be one day, actually. One, one day it will, yes. Um, But like to threaten... When The, when the Rock becomes president. To threaten to 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 have your own party there that that means you're never going to see a Republican par- uh, president if if oh. not in a, for a very very long time. Yeah, you will, Marcus. You hear about all the fucking voter suppression going on? But think about this: so if if they break lines, like think about how many people break lines with them. Like think about how many people follow the Lincoln Project. You know, like you you're not going to you're not going to see a Republican or, or whatever party they're going to name themselves. Uh, to be a president, as, as long as the Democratic Party stays together, They're, these are empty words. These are empty threats because they know this. Uh, politicians, Republican, Democrat, whatever, it's all about power. It's all about power. So, like, there's no way in hell they're going to break apart. In my opinion, I'd be shocked if it happens. I can spend all night talking about this because it's a very heated topic. It's very asinine how people are so fucking stupid. But I don't want to turn off people who are listening. If you're still listening, thank you. We're going to talk about wrestling in two seconds. But people I work with, people I know, are like, um, I'm not getting the vaccine. Yeah, you fucking eat McDonald's every fucking day. You know what, dude? Honestly, so my wife and I were talking about this. I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done, like, what? arguing with people oh, yeah, about the too. vaccine whatever. You know, you're growing up still. You don't, want, you don't want to take the vaccine? So be it. Even though I feel like... I feel like everyone should be yes. taking the vaccine. I can't argue with someone that feels so so certain that they feel like this vaccine will be harmful to them. So, like, you know, what am I going to say? Fuck it. And Fuck it. I'm, I'm vaccinated. My wife's vaccinated. I, th- that's all I really care about right now. I, I hate to be saying this because I'm not a selfish person, but I feel like I need to be selfish for my own sanity about this, how to approach it. And no offense to anybody who's not getting the vaccine for whatever reason. That's fine. You're not going to get it. Whatever, to stay away from me. But fuck those people <laughs> who are getting the vaccine just for free shit. I wanted the vaccine because oh, okay. I wanted to get the vaccine for peace of mind. Yet all of a sudden, people are getting, they're enticing people with free Metro cards, free baseball game tickets, free fucking donuts. I love fucking donuts. Where are my free donuts? Did, did, you, did you get any of this stuff? No, nothing, because I was a smart person who got it as soon as possible. You can still do it, though, right? Or no? I, don't, I have no fucking clue. I'm just forever pissed off. I'm like, oh, where's my free stuff? I mean, I, I, you have to entice people. And someone uh, was it on 
social media or on TV, someone said, great point, to fuck these people. Let's release a fourth stimulus check to only those who got vaccinated. Ooh. Great idea. That's incentive. Not free fucking donuts, which I fucking deserve. Fucking Krispy Kreme donuts. Love Krispy Kreme donuts. You can have mine. I'm, I, I don't like donuts at all. What? I, I, I don't. You don't like any kind of donuts? I don't. Dunkin' Donuts? No. Glazed? No. I, 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 Boston I'll, Cream? Like, once in a while, like, I'll, I'll have it just to see if, I, if, if it's still the case. No. Really, no. What the fuck, bro? No, I, I just I, I can't get into donuts. I feel like I want to. I I, I did have one really good donut. Um, There's this famous donut place in the city. Uh, that narrows it down. God damn it. Planet Donut? No. So with everything we just talked about, I need a couple of minutes to digest the fact that Mark doesn't like donuts. So we're going to take a break, and we come back with the news. It's time for In the News with Michael J. Putty and Mark Schwab. So before we get into the news, Dunkin' Donuts used to have this egg and cheese sandwich. Dude, Dunkin' Donuts food is disgusting. Bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. Oh, no. But instead of like a bagel, instead of like a roll, instead of a croissant, it was a glazed donut. Ew. And then there's a diner by my house that has burgers, cheese, bacon, cheeseburgers, burglar burger, any kind of burger you want. On a glazed donut. No. I'm like, whoo, fucking delicious, Marcus. I cannot believe you don't like donuts. No, it's gross. And the news. <clears throat> okay. AEW has a problem backstage with their executive vice presidents. The honeymoon phrase is over, Marcus. There's a lot of infighting going on. No specifics about what they're fighting about have been revealed, but some EVPs are said to have stopped talking to each other. Oh, man, Marcus, this conflict has reported caused some major names to think about joining the promotion. Like, what's going on here, Marcus? We'll have to see how this situation plays out. Again, we don't know all the details yet, but it has to be smoothed over. I mean, this kind of tension cannot be beneficial for AEW, especially people are going to not come to your promotion because of this. What do you think the big problem is backstage over there, and what should AEW do to fix this issue? Well, the problem is, like, you know, they, they have too many wrestlers that are VPs of this company. Yeah. You know, so I don't necessarily know if maybe it's about booking or, like, you know, some of their own uh, talents that they favor, not, not getting the proper rub or what have you. Uh, something's going on there. Like, I, it's, what, what's the saying? Like too many shifts, too many chefs in the kitchen. Yeah. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. I think maybe that could be the issue, but listen, you, you have to put, you have to, as a VP of a company, EVP, by the way, EVP, excuse me, as an EVP of a company, uh, especially such, such as one as AEW that's on the rise, you have to check your ego at the door. You have to, and I really hope to God it's not necessarily about a performance issue or whatever for the for as their own um, as their own status as a performer, but like I, I think the, the the senior con, if you will, he needs to step in. If it's really that much of a problem, if it's going to affect business, if it's going to affect future signings for this company, and the fact it's even getting leaked out, yeah, that's a problem, and it could potentially cause conflict for future signees big name signees apparently it's like i don't want to deal with this i'm not going to sign with you guys this is, it's too early for this company to be going through something like this but what i know about big companies maybe you know more about this is like big companies have a bunch of evps right but each evp has a different responsibility right so like what are the young bucks responsibilities what's kenny omega's responsibility what's cody rose's responsibility like why they shouldn't be butting heads if they have a different responsibility no it, it could come down to the fact of 
Now, I, we don't necessarily know what their roles are, by the way. No, we don't. We don't. I'm, I'm, assuming, I'm saying a company, but I know each one does usually have it. They usually do. You're right. I, I think what it could come down to if um, – keep in mind, wrestling is a very different beast, but <laughs> it could come down to effect, to a branding issue, to like, you know um, – because you have to think of AEW as its own entity, its own brand, its own, its own person. So if they have a different opinion of how like they should raise their baby here of for the future – uh, it goes against what they all agreed on, then that could be a potential a potential issue right there. But that's when you know uh, God, in this case, being like the, the 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 owner of this company, would step in and like, hey, <laughs> cut your shit. Here's yep. the path that we're taking. Is that's not a good look, especially when like you have uh, heard the rumor maybe like CM Punk, which is, I'd never gonna, I know that will never will never die, but whatever. You got Samoa Joe. All these free agents coming around. That you hear this coming out. Like, why would I want to sign with this company if it's a clusterfuck backstage? And th- again, this is bad for business. Yeah, which is going to be bad for ratings. And then TNT's probably going to get whiff of this. Like, hey, what the fuck's going yeah. on here? Nuts, right? So, like, it, it, then sponsors as well is going to get whiff of this and be like, hey, why? Why is this happening? What's going on here? Yeah. I, I hear we had a possibility of getting maybe CM Punk or Samoa Joe or Daniel fucking Bryan, and we're losing out because of this. Cut your shit. Yeah, Handle like adults. Go into a room. Talk about it. Yeah, and move on. There. Speaking of moving on, WWE feels their Raw roster is lacking and needs some fresh faces, especially in the main event picture. You know, because Randy Orton, one of the biggest names on Raw, and AJ Styles are now in tag teams. A mistake, in my opinion. There have been some internal talks about pushing Damian Priest, which I have no problem with. I love Damian Priest. But uh, pushing him a lot further and a lot sooner. And maybe even Aleister Black coming over from SmackDown to Raw. Red Brand you know, is one of the worst brands on TV. Yeah. There's five nights a week of wrestling. That's probably in fifth place week in and week out. No, I, I I would agree with you on that. I, I feel like Raw is consistently on the back burner. So what would you do to freshen up Raw? Creative. In what way? Like characters, storylines? Creative. Like, you know, just make it more interesting. I mean, uh, how long ago did we hear about USA talking about they wanted to go darker? You know, that they wanted to go back in the sense of the Attitude Era type of style but not necessarily like attitude era ish but mm-hmm. you know it's, it's gonna be like darker and edgier but we haven't seen that we haven't seen that at all no we had, we had that brief glimpse of like oh this is gonna be fucking awesome Renny Orton putting the guy in fire okay okay and then 2021 hit and we haven't seen anything no no not at all you know it, it's I feel like the the women are doing a good job uh, Rhea Ripley and, and Charlotte Flair Asuka's been holding it down but Alexa Bliss as well. It's been intriguing. But other than that, I mean, like, I feel like Drew McIntyre's stale. I feel like Bobby Lashley is okay. Uh, no, no one's really standing out, if you will. And, weird, and like, they, they, they are wasting Randy Orton to be in tag team action with, yeah. with Matt Riddle for no apparent reason. I, we talked about it last week. You know, make it interesting. Make, give it a story. Give us a reason to care. AJ Styles being thrown in a tag team. I, I feel like that was so random. Yeah, totally made no sense. Made no sense at all. You, you have the best wrestler, I think, in the business being wasted right now. Yep. For what? For what? Okay. But almost over? Omos? Omos, whatever you want to call him. Whatever. So you have guys like Ricochet and Ali. One-on-one, if you like wrestling, could, could give you a fucking fantastic match. Yeah, but... But then you have, like... Who wants to see that? Give me a reason why. Actually, Ali 
could tell a story. Okay. He's he's very good in a mic. He he definitely understands Mike, yeah, Ricochet's not that bad, yeah. Psyche and he's good in the ring. Uh I honestly I I, I hate to go there, but it almost seems like I and I hope this is not the case, but his religion. You know, uh, I okay. I don't think so. Maybe he's holding it back from Vince McMahon, from creative. Like he's got all the tools. Like wh- why is he so being held back? A lot of people. He said about a lot of people. Again, yeah, that's why I was hesitant to say it because, like, yeah, I mean, like, look at Cesaro. I mean, we were talking about him last week. So you have you have Ricochet, Ali, two guys, but they're not being used properly. Like, so what fresh faces do you want? I don't honestly know if it's fresh faces. I think it's just a matter of fresh storytelling. Like, how many times have we heard about, like, oh, want a fresh face, want a fresh yeah, face? Yeah, all the time. And, and then they, they, we get the fresh face, and they're like, oh, but blah, 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 like, this shouldn't happen that way, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's always a, a bullshit. Was that a Mark impersonation? Because that's a great Mark's impersonation. Yeah. I hear that all the time. I, that's how I sound when I read these Twitter feeds. Yeah. No, no, that, that, that's, that's exactly what it is. Like, they bitch and moan when they fucking get what they want. And can I, we uh, get, get Keith Lee back, please? Something's going on with yeah. that. Oh man, something's up there. He, you see those little, uh, yep, those little teasers he's doing on Twitter. I don't know what's going on, but hope something serious. Hope everything's okay. You see about Bray Wyatt too. I did hear about that. There's not enough information like for me to like. Oh, okay, but because now I hear something's mental issues, but then I hear other things. He's fine. It's like, but what about the posts he put up? I don't know, man. I just hope he's okay. I hope all of them are okay, right? I here's the thing. You're coming out of 2020. A lot of us are fucked up, and hope these guys. Do you guys had to perform? Yeah. Hold it, you're okay. You want to talk about the, these marks that, that I was just imitating before? Yeah, let's talk about marks. Okay. So here we go. Like, you're a fucking keyboard warrior. You're. Oh, wait. Mark's been drinking, so let's. Uh, he had a Terramon tequila shot. Let's, um, it's going to be exciting. You're a fucking wuss. You would never have the ball say this to a fucking 270 pounder who's fucking six foot four to their fucking face. Nope. You would never have the balls to do that. You tell him, Mark. But you, you you forget these are human fucking beings. I'm not even just talking about wrestlers. I'm talking about all per- public figures, celebrities, and whatnot. These are human fucking beings. They're going through fucking shit just like you. But yet, they're restricted more than you are because if they were to say something back, they'll lose their fucking job because they'll be canceled. Yep. It's fucking, uh, it's a fucking sick world we live in. And m- mind you, and I, and I, and I am in entertainment... A lot of entertainers, we have mental health issues. We have problems. That's part of the reason why we're in entertainment, because it's an escape for us. Keyboard I feel bad for Bray Wyatt. I feel bad for a lot of people. Paige was another one. Yes. We, we lost a very young girl last year in professional wrestling who had a huge future. Start because them, right? she was cyberbullied. Yep. Because of you fuckers. Mm-hmm. We've been victims of that ourselves. Yeah. Some people were attacking us personally online. No, I know. Uh, I know. Warriors in their mom's basements. Choose your words wisely. Like, yes, I mean you. You could be unhappy with something. You can give constructive, constructive criticism. That's fine. But to to berate, to insult, to just harass. Look at Sonya Deville. Yep. Fucking crazy, man. These are human beings. This is the mark I want, buddy. Welcome back. Thank you. You did find your smile two weeks ago. <laughs> Miss this mark. Instead of attacking me personally, you're attacking these fucking marks. That's why I like to see. We're on the same page now, finally. It, it's just, it, 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 it boggles my mind, man. And, and I, I feel bad for anyone that, that goes through that. 
And may, maybe it's good Bray Wyatt takes a break. Maybe, you know, maybe these people, they don't deserve him. Yeah. Because he is an artist. Just, again, people just love to bitch and complain about something. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not happy with their lives. They like to tear other people down to make themselves feel better. No, they do. They do, in, in, until they face the repercussions of it. Yeah. Say it to my face. Say, say it to someone's face. I dare you. You would... They would never, ever have the balls. Most of them, I would say. Not all. Most of them would never have the balls to say any of this. No, of course not. Especially to a, to a wrestler's face. And how about this, man? Not for nothing, but these wrestlers. And you, you can throw, like, the, the say even Nia Jax. I know a lot of people hate her. I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of Nia Jax myself. Love but, Nia Jax. Hit me up. But, and I hate to just sing, signal her out, but, like, you can say this about any wrestler. I... Always respect anyone that has the balls to get into that ring and do what they do. Because they are literally, literally putting their bodies on the line for you every single time they do it. Look at Dross. You had this conversation last week about somebody. I forgot what we were talking about. Like, you don't respect them. Like, of course I respect them. Anybody who steps in that ring, I respect because I don't like their character. I don't, maybe I'm not like, their ring, like CM Punk. Right. I don't care about CM Punk at all. Never, never been a fan of his. But he did, he was amazing. He, I give him credit all the world. I respect the guy. Yeah. I talk about that at any level, man. Like, you know, from anyone from the indie levels, from BWF, BCW, LAW, whatever you whatever W you want to put at the end of that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I respect the fuck out of you, man. In other news, Zelina Vega was released back in November 2020. Yeah, but she might be coming back already. She was spotted at the Performance Center on May 13th. And she apparently she was not there just for a visit. She's been training video stuff with your girl Simone Johnson. Told you. Keep an eye on Simone Johnson. She's been on Twitch full time since her departure. She did not like losing the, that community and that revenue. Apparently, she was making more money off Twitch than she was in WWE. I believe it. Which is insane. Um, it's not confirmed which brand she'll come back to or how they'll work her back in the storyline. But apparently, she's on her way back. Because remember, Vince like, loved her. Yeah. But he was already cold to her when they released her. So like, are we happy to see her returning? And like, how should they handle her upon her return? Okay, so I'm, I'm kind of glad you brought this up. Uh, I, I'm keeping my fingers on the pulse and Twitter here. As and, always. And, and hearing what people are saying. A lot of people are very upset that she's coming back. They feel like what? she's sold out, yada, yada. I didn't hear that part. It's nuts. What? It's like... Are those same people who were upset that she got released in the first place? Yes. Okay. Yes. Can we move on now? I'm not wasting my time talking about these idiots. Like... This is her choice. She wants her job. And she feels like the best opportunity for her right now is to go back to WWE. Obviously, whatever issues she had with Vince McMahon and the company was resolved. Now, what happens when she comes back, though? Did she give up Twitch? Did she give up her fucking uh, OnlyFans? Well, it sounds like... Uh, didn't WWE... Like, they, they made some sort of agreement? That or not. They, I, I feel like they altered something with that. With Good, they should. It's fucking stupid rule in the first cameo. place. So it seems like it's water underneath the bridge. It also sounds like it may have been BS that she was released because of the whole unionization thing. I think it was because that was never confirmed. No, this is was that was just purely speculation. Hope she comes back. I was a big fan of hers. She's great to look at, and she was getting better in the ring. And she's great character, great charisma to her. I think she definitely can add something. We talk about Mark, the women's division, and Raw and SmackDown aren't up to par to their rivals. And I hope she got to be a huge asset. I enjoyed Selena Vega. I, I don't know if you remember, but I was seeing like as a manager, like you know who I would study in today's product was always Paul Heyman, and I would study actually Selena Vega because I always felt like her facial expressions were spot on. Absolutely, 
you know, so it, it added another layer to what was going on in the match, what was going on inside the ring. So Selena Vega is a very good talent. Uh, what what she does next in WWE, I don't know. I don't necessarily think it's. It sounds like it would be a possibility that she actually joins with her husband, uh, Alistair. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, uh, there's rumors of that happening, or, or or maybe she does something with Simone Johnson. I, I don't know. Marcus, any people listening to the show know that and the news on a high note. Unfortunately. We are recording the show Friday, May 14th, right before Marcus got here. News broke about the unfortunate passing of New Jack. Mm. New Jack passed away following a heart attack in North Carolina at the age of 58 years old. He was very controversial. Very. He's known for his hardcore style. Big name over there in ECW. Fans all over the world are mourning his loss and his unique character. He never made it big in WWE. I mean, and he never wanted to either, from what I heard. Right. He blazed his own path. That people are still walking to this day. Later in life, he's known for his cameos, where he would uh, often threaten fans with weapons in a you know, hilarious fashion. He was also the feature of Dark Side of the Ring, Season 2, Episode 3, where they voted the entire episode to him. So maybe you want to check that out. I think it's on YouTube, I believe, or on demand. Many pro wrestlers are offering their tributes. Impact Wrestling was the first one that I saw online, the heartfelt tribute. Mia Yim, Drake Maverick, many others are sharing out their uh, heartfelt tributes to him. And many more will come out during this weekend because, again, this news is just breaking here. But one of my favorites, one of the ones that hit me the hardest, was from James Storm. He said, I quote, just landed in Baltimore and heard the news of New Jack. I just seen him in the airport last Sunday walking with his face mask that said New Jack on it. And he stopped and we chatted for 45 minutes. Never take a day for granted. Mm. Well said. Cheers so, to that. So our thoughts and prayers are with New Jack and his family, his friends. I was never a big New Jack fan, so I don't know. I can't offer too much of this conversation. I wasn't. I don't know much about him. From what I heard, it was all negative stuff, unfortunately. But in his entering prowess, people are saying it was he was just uh, phenomenal and fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, definitely heard a lot of stories about him uh, from some of our own uh, from the Satsujin Squad. You yeah. know, they, they were talking about him, some memories they had. Listen, I mean. Good, bad, ugly, and different. Like you know, the, the man had his own legacy, he created his own way. You got to respect him for that. He he didn't follow by anyone else's rules. He followed by his, and you know, some way he was respected for that. Yep. So, cheers to him and to his legacy. Rest in peace. On that note, let's get into some uh, TV takedown. It's time for this week's TV takedown. All right, Marcus, let's get into some uh, TV this week. What you got for me? So I'm going to go with AEW, bro. Okay. Uh, that Britt Baker interview. Okay. Dude, so they talked about it on the Busted Open Radio on how they feel like she is not just the face of the women's division, but the face of the company. I think they're on to something, man. Um, uh, hate to cut you off, though. We said that months ago. So we, I think we're on to something. <laughs> Fair enough, man. I agree with you. She's just natural. And they're they're right. They're, they're they're breaking it down how she was like how she utilizes her uh, she, her her face her facial expressions when she looks into the camera. She feels like she, she's staring through the camera, like she's talking. She's she's speaking with that intensity, with that fire. Mm-hmm. You, know, you get you get the sense that she really believes in what she's what she's saying here, which is great. And I, I I'm getting the sense, man, that like this is her time. It's now. She has to win. She has to win. She has to win the AEW yeah. Women's Championship. She is the, the it factor. She has it all right now. And she's getting better and better and better every time she's on TV. It's fucking crazy. 
I want to ask you this, though. Is Britt Breaker not just the best in AEW, but is she the best woman in the game today? Number one, no. But she's definitely up there. Who would you give it to? If not Britt Baker, like who who would you give it to? In what sense? Like category like overall? Overall like that like that it factor all around. Uh give me three more months. Give me three more months, I'll tell you Raquel Gonzalez. But right now, um I mean you tell me, Marcus, is she better than Charlotte Flair? Right now? Yeah. At this moment. Yeah. It's close. It's very, very close. I I, I, I might have to give a slight edge. Oh, that's the first name that popped in my head. I might have to give you're, you're always defending Charlotte Flair, and, uh, and I got a bunch of chops about it because Charlotte Flair is kind of being rammed down my fucking throat. So here's but, the thing. But it's deserving. She's probably the best in the business right now. But then I can't argue. Britt Baker is, again, not only the face of the women's division, the face of that company. I would have to get, like, if I'm going to relate this to another sport, I'm going to relate this kind of like to football right now. It kind of, if you were to put Britt Baker against Charlotte Flair right now in this type of matchup, I would relate it to the Giants against the Patriots when the Patriots were undefeated in the Super Bowl. Charlotte Flair is the Patriots in this case scenario. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's fair enough. The, the, the franchise player, the pedigree, like you know, obviously the obvious favorite right there. But Britt Baker is going off a lot of momentum, a lot, a lot of momentum, which going from like AEW obviously not as big as WWE at this point. But I, I feel like Britt Baker off momentum alone. As of today, we're talking about, right? Yeah. I think Britt Baker might edge out Charlotte Flair as number one in my book. Character-wise, I'll give the edge to Britt Baker. But in-ring-wise, what about Deanna Perrazzo? Britt Baker. Really? Britt Baker continues to get better Yeah, but every time in the ring. Deanna is fucking... She was Superstar of the Year in Impact last year. Deanna Perrazzo, I, I, this, again, this is not to discredit Charlotte Flair or Deanna Perrazzo, what they do and their ability. I think they're both amazing at what they do. But like Britt Baker, I, I have to say... I'm talking about total package all around. You know, Britt Baker is damn good in the ring. She, she's kind of Randy Orton-esque mm. in the fact that, like, how she utilizes the camera. Did you see that? Um, huge, huge compliment. Did you see that Broken Skull Sessions with Randy Orton? No, not yet. Oh, the way how Randy Orton broke down on, what, on how he utilizes the camera you know, is exactly what Britt Baker is doing. Not only just in her interviews, but in the ring as well. Like when when she had her when her face was busted up with the blood and then that famous camera shot we have of her, yeah. she knew damn well what she was doing. She that was her, that was her. It's in, it's in a word called presence. Presence, psychology. Yeah. She has it all, and she's still young. In effect, again, seriously, man. I, I said it before. I said it probably twice before. I'm going to say it again. She gets better every time we see her. Absolutely. Again, the, the sky's the limit to her. Like seriously, she she might be. If not the best in the game, damn close to it right now in, in in the women's division. She's the best, maybe. It's hard to say she's the best in all promotions, but she definitely has the momentum behind her before, amongst anybody else. Totally. The, the title momentum is in her favor. And that alone, she's probably number one right now. Like the day her contract is up, WWE would be, they would be fools not to like at least make an attempt to grab her. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't think she would ever jump ship. You don't know that. It don't I know mean, that. the Adam Cole, money, baby. Because money talks and uh, everybody's got a price. But, again, I'll call, well, let's see them together because Adam Cole is probably one of the best in the business right now, too, in NXT. Them together, probably be a huge power couple. Huge. Yeah. I think about the matchups. Holy shit. Yeah. But now, AEW will be idiots to let them go. Yeah, they, I don't think they're ever letting them go. Because, again, we just said this. 
twice, three times tonight, many times over the last couple of months, only the face of that division, the face of that company. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she's never going anywhere. She thinks she's AW for life. She is. She, as good as MJF is, as good as Darby Allen is, you know, as good as like, you know, but Darby Allen, I, never, I can't connect with him because he has no character, no personality. Like I don't hear it. His promos. I don't like for Baker's promos. I'm like, I'm just, I got to stop fast forwarding. I got to watch what she says. Well, you weren't a Sting fan. There's like a mystique to Dar- Darby Allen, which the, the, which grabs some people's right, attention. Talk about Sting. Can we move on, please? <laughs> but then uh, that's what I'm saying. That, that there's Orange Cassidy is another one people gravitate towards. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you know, I'm not talking about Chris Jericho or or John Moxley or even Kenny Omega because if, or Cody uh, Cody Rhodes even because they are on the older side. I'm talking about for the future of AEW. I mean, this this these are the future players here. That are going to be faces of this promotion for the next ten years, uh, and I feel like Britt Baker. You, you can't have that conversation without talking about Britt Baker. Speaking about future faces, Marcus, one of my favorite shows to do of the year, as we all know, make no secret about it, is the annual year-end awards, as it's known in the business, the putties. Well, end of twenty twenty, I uh, one of my favorite awards to give is the one to watch, in the Indies. I picked the Cyborg Assassin, Rick Recon, someone. I'm a big fan of Marcus. I know you are very close with him as well. Yes. Can we talk about his debut in AEW? Hell yes. Rick Hell Recon yes. debuted on AEW. AEW Dark Tuesday nights on YouTube. Did a great job. Looked phenomenal. Um, right. He, he is, looked like he belonged. This is his first, what I can only assume, many, many appearances. And it was just as someone who knows him, and you're much closer than, to him than I am, so I want to let you hear your opinion on this. True story. But, he slept on my couch before uh, the, before he went down there. How did you feel as a friend of his actually seeing him on TV? Damn proud. Damn proud. Because I, I, I know Rick pretty damn well. Like, you know, yes, I manage him um, in wrestling in the, in, in the indies. But we're friends in real life. Yeah. And I know his journey. I know how hard he's worked. He's one of the hardest workers I know. And, uh, you know, for him to get this moment. And no, a lot, man. and no disrespect to the other guys, but if he had like Dom and Chris, and of course Eric, he would have won that match for those, sure. Those, those other two guys held him down for sure. Jeez, come on, man! How cool to see the Chiron, Justin Roberts announced his name. The, the 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 match card, it was just well deserved. Can't wait to see again yeah. one of many appearances. Any that was one thing I said to him too. Man. It, was, it was cool to see his, to hear his name on commentary. It was cool because I I mean I marked out. Two years ago, when he was a security guard in NXT? Right. Like, oh, my God. That's, that's fucking Rick Recon. Right. And now he's actually Rick Recon in ring. Again, congratulations to my one to watch in 2021. Your good friend, Rick Recon. And this is only May. There's still... I can't do the math. Now let's, Seven months left? Let's go, BCW. I mean, hey, Darius Carter was on AEW Dark, right? I mean, Rick Recon's due for a title shot now. Easily. Come on. Let's do it. Darius called him out on Twitter. Did he? It's time. Someone I'm not a big fan of, but has kind of won me over, is uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott. And now he has his faction, Hit Row. Very intrigued. I'm not in yet. I'm curious what the future holds. Like, are all four of these people going to be in ring? Are they just going to be his his backup and entourage? So many questions, and I'm, you know, I'm kind of buying into this right now. Questions, too, about that. The same ones that you have. I'm with you. You know, there was some intrigue there. What's going on? Not fully in yet. Wait and see what's going on here with this. 
uh, is that the entourage that he's going to have? Are they going to be in-ring performers? I have those same exact questions and thoughts. We'll see. But, yeah, it definitely ups the stock of Isaiah Swerve. Yeah. Because now there's no more factions in NXT except for the uh, Legato Delta out in the way, of course, yeah. Which I love, by the way. I love the best. <sighs> love the way. You probably do a whole show talking about them. People shit on the way. People shit on a lot get, of things. Like, we, just, we talked about those fucking mouth breeders earlier, so let's not waste some time. <laughs> the way is fucking fantastic. They steal the show week in and week out. They really do, man. You know who else steals the show week in and week out? My man who's going to the moon. Cameron Grimes? How is he not getting stale yet? Him and Teddy Biasi is fucking still killer. <laughs> what, three, four weeks in a row? Loving it week in and week out, man. It's not getting old. It's not getting stale. I, mean, I don't know what the payoff is because they're not going to face each other in a match. What's the payoff here? But I am all in on Cameron Grimes. Speaking of NXT, I got to talk about Pete Dunne versus Leon Ruff. Okay. I can talk about NXT all night, so please go ahead. Pete Dunne is so fucking good. He's so damn yeah. good. You know, that, that match, you know, on paper, you wouldn't really think much about it. Pete Dunne Absolutely versus not. Leon Ruff. Leon Ruff. But uh, he actually made Leon Ruff look good. His yeah, style. Offensive. I was very surprised. I thought it would be a squash match, but Leon Ruff got some offense in. I'm like, okay. But that, that was that was essentially still the Pete Dunne show, though. Absolutely, hands down. You know, he because he was, you know, how Ric Flair always talks about, you know, making an opponent look good. I feel like Pete Dunne had that same approach into this uh, to this match. You know, his style just mesh, it meshes so well with pretty much anyone else's. It, it feels feels legit whenever he does a move. You know, and uh, I can't help but think, man, like this guy, Pete Dunne. He definitely has to get a championship opportunity very, very soon. The Bruiserweight, yeah. He teases it quite a bit. Like, you know, a match between Pete Dunne and Killer Cross. Woo! And we talk about a lot on the show, and in general, people have thick, heavy accents. It kind of it kind of hurts them. Mm-hmm. But I can listen to them talk all day. Right? I dare you. Like that, uh, that brogue he has. I'm like, this guy is not, this accent doesn't hurt him. I think in this case, it helps him a it lot. It helps him. Yeah. It helps him. What do you think? You think he's going to be NXT champion soon? I believe he'll definitely be in there when Karrion Cross goes to the main roster. Because I can't, it'd probably be, I'd love to see his feud with Finn Balor. I, think they had, I know they had a match not too long ago, but and it was amazing. And his matches with probably Kyle O'Reilly. This, the, the, the sky's the limit for this guy. Pete Dunne keeps on like throwing like uh probably wrong. I dare you. I can't yeah, I, I'm working on it. I'll he, get it next week. He's planting seeds for this match to happen, yeah. so it, it's it's going to happen. I just, I just hate how he does like bends your fingers backwards and then like, snaps them. Like ugh. that's what that's why I say like the, the shit Jeez, just yeah. feels real. Yeah, be done. Fantastic. Stick with NXT. Kushida versus Santos Escobar. Two out of three falls match. Great match. Oh yeah, great fucking match. I can watch it all day. Santos, Santos Escobar, I think, is blowing up. I think this is his he swan is. song. In the cruiserweight division, I think now maybe we can see him maybe going against maybe United States title, not United States, um, North the American North title, North American yeah. title. Uh, props commentary for that match. Okay, we talked about uh, the week before about yeah. about that um, the trio of Todd Phillips, uh, Wade, Vic Joseph, Wade, I'm sorry, Wade Barrett and uh, Beth Phoenix. Yes, not Todd Phillips. Yeah, Vic Joseph, Wade Barrett, and Beth Phoenix. We talked about it before. Yeah, I think you're right, man. I think they might be the best in the game. Right now. Again, NXT is maybe because the content is so great, so it's easy, but they're doing a great job over there. No, they really are. They're crushing it. They, they, that, the commentary helped the, put over that match even more so yeah, than, uh, that. than what it was. SoCal Uncensored broke up. I felt like this should have been a bigger deal. They did make it a pretty big deal. 
No, they didn't. They broke up. They lost the match. They're going to break up. And they went backstage. I think it was John Moxley and the other, Eddie, Eddie Kingston. And then they showed, like, oh, during commercial, they hugged it out for, like, 30 seconds. It's one of your biggest tag teams in your company. They're breaking up. I feel like they deserve maybe a bigger spotlight. What did you think of that spot with the Young Bucks? I'm not talking about the Young Bucks. I'm sorry. I love you. What did you think of that? I don't I don't get it. Who mean you don't get it? I don't get it. What, what, why? What was the point of that? I mean, is that what was it meant to pay homage? I felt like it was kind of an insult to Shawn Michaels, to the the E in general. I dig it. I don't dig and it. you know, you know me. I'm not a young. Bucks no, you're fan. not. I'm not. But like, I, I fast forward that match. I, I can't watch Young Bucks. That's wow, the, you hate Young Bucks more than I do. I don't hate them. They just I don't care. Give a shit about them. <laughs> but then I heard what happened. So I'm like, let me watch it tonight. So I watched it back. I'm like, what was, what was the point of this? It wasn't funny. It was. It wasn't cute. Like, oh, it happened. Okay. I. You know, honestly, man, I. I think they're just doing everything possible to get heat. I mean, look. Look at like pretty much every day they're putting like a new obnoxious bio in their Twitter. Are they? You know, I mean, like, I. I kind of. I. I do respect that. In the fact that they're just doing everything possible to make the fans hate them. Are they they're such a. Be- they're just such a beloved tag team. You oh, know? Are they younger? Like, I don't know too much about them, but like. They have a huge fan base, so, but now they're heels, so they're just doing everything possible to get that heat, and you know, robbed a lot of people the wrong way when they when they made that uh, when he, when he did that. I'm sorry, I love you. <laughs> they didn't rub me the wrong way. It's just like, uh, what was the point? I think it's just heat. Just to do whatever possible, get heat. I guess so. And it worked because people are talking about it. It does. Yeah, I mean, exactly. People are talking about it, so it's it's obviously working. AEW says if I'm. Correct me if I'm mistaken. It's not trying to compete with WWE. They're doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I mean, this this is the narrative that's being played, yeah. but I don't think anyone really believes it. So, isn't it strange? Like, they didn't... Not only did they try... They copy something from WWE. Mm-hmm. They copy one of the most iconic moments of the Attitude Era. That's an EVP, too, that did it, right? With the beer bath. Oh, I thought you talked. Okay, yeah, yeah. This is kind of a lightning rod on Twitter too, and like I'm not sure where I land on this argument. It just seems like why would you copy one of the most fit? Because you know this is going to be draw comparisons, and this does not compare to the Stone Cold incident. No, it, like, fell, it fell flat. Honestly, in my opinion, right? I don't want to say that because I, 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 like, I, I wanted to like it more than it was. I, I think part of me too was so just it's an exact replica. Yeah, I mean there was that, but also the fact that like. I, why are we getting a rematch, man? Like you know, blowing guts. I mean, a, a match like that should should end the rivalry. Yeah. That should be it. It's, Time to move on. If that doesn't stand, Stampede should. But I'm assuming the Inner Circle is going to win that. So what's the third match going to be? Cut my head off match? I don't know. Like, <laughs> like it's just you can't top a match like that. No. Well, you can because that match wasn't that great. But storyline wise, it, it fit perfectly. Nice bow. Boom. Take care. Comb your hair. Right. That should be it. Stampede match? I don't know. No, I did not watch the first stadium stampede match. You didn't? No. Uh, I heard mixed reviews about it. I feel like it was overrated, honestly. I heard that a lot, too. I heard this one might be pre-taped in a way to make it better. So was the last one. But I felt like this the rivalry between these guys is just this, the promos are awesome. But Chris Jericho's hurt. Like, how's he going to wrestle in two weeks? Is he real hurt or is it, is it kayfabe? I heard it was real hurt. He's out for six weeks. Wow. But this dislocated elbow or shoulder? Not too sure. Hmm. Moral of the segment. Take away anything. Make sure you know Rick Recon's name. You're going to hear it in the future. 
Goddamn right. Star Wars born this week. And again, my one to watch in 2021, your one to watch in 2020, which kind of fucked you over with the, whatever happened. Right. I'm happy he's getting his due. And again, I mean, recon. not for nothing. I, I could easily sit here and say Rick Recon's my one to watch every single year, but I, yeah. I didn't want to go that route. Again, it's against the rules. You got to change that up. I had to change it up. I mean, I want to watch Vicious, Vicious Vicky's tearing it up as well. So I definitely think she's next in line. Yeah, right. I definitely. I, I'm, I'm assuming in a couple months' time, right? Maybe in the fall, we'll have the same conversation about Vicious Vicky. Exactly. Oh man, listen, New York Indies is hot. Yep. Right. And it's only coming back. It's, so. it's, it's starting to come back, man. Darius Carter is doing doing his thing, tearing it up. I'm surprised he hasn't been on TV somewhere yet. Yeah, I'm surprised about that too. But anyway. Rick Recon, congratulations. So let's get in some go-home thoughts. Marcus, first time in the studio in like 15 months. Uh, what do you got for me? Well, 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 tell Mark. <laughs> Hollywood's Corner is back. I did an interview with Super Nitro, and we talked about, uh, well, he's got an upcoming match with Austin Aries. So we talked about the Ooh, okay. yeah, right. uh, tag team action. We're talking about the controversy going into that. We talked about cancel culture. And you know what? Wanted a little bit to know about more about Super Nitro, actually. So we opened up to get a little bit of insight as to like, who the hell Super Nitro is, because we know he's damn good in the ring, yep. but didn't necessarily know like you know who he is as a person. So uh, for those that want to know, it's been following BWF and the other promotions that Super Nitro's been on. Here's your chance. I played a lot of racing games growing up, mm-hmm. and Nitro's fucking awesome. Right. Then he's like Super Nitro. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> So, yeah, that'll be uh, on YouTube this Tuesday, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Shadow Wrestling on YouTube. Can't wait. Uh, Marcus, before uh, the show started, you're talking about the Masked Singer. You're talking about your parents, your mother, big fan of the Masked Singer, and how I dominate the show. Again, it's a, it's a frequent topic here. Like, it's a stupid show. One of the stupid shows in the world. I mean, I, there's no denying they don't even fucking try to hide the fact that it's a stupid-ass show. But it, I found out it's one of my secret talents. I have a good ear for your voices. I dominate this show. This season, I fucking killed it. There's like four or five people left. I know who they all are, so it's a waste of my time. But now your mother's involved in it. Am I going to regret telling you this now? No, of course not. <laughs> I'll just text her later then. Oh, stop. Master is a good show, buddy. It, it's, it makes me feel good about myself. I, if I, when I get something to write, I feel good about myself. We were just talking about in the break, and like how you want me to feel good about myself. So can, you, can we fucking break? I, I guess I'm glad that you have that at least. I got something. I need, I need something to hold on to, Marcus. Life sucks nowadays. If I could, if I could pick fucking Hanson on Mass Singer, I'm going to be fucking cool. Though. I mean, for the last two weeks, you, you keep on giving me shit like, about me not giving enough love to the podcast. You're not oh, proud. Yeah, you're, fucking horrible. you're not proud to have a, a long-running podcast, 256 episodes Damn going right, strong. Damn right. Damn right. Absolutely. You're not happy about that? To get opportunities doing commentary for indie wrestling promotions? You're not happy about that? You're not proud about that? You want to be proud about picking people on Mass Singer instead? It's very impressive. The whole country's trying to guess the people, and I get them, right? Now that the Fox 6 pick six, like, can I just win some money, please? So everything else I just said means means nothing, then. What did you say? Right. Well, for everyone back home, I am your favorite actor, the Hollywood assassin, Mark Schwann. You can find me at yourfavoriteactor.com. Putty, your turn. The Big Bear danced, right, on YouTube? Is that still a thing? It's called The Little Dog Laughed, and what day is it today? Nope. It is over. Really? Is it a limited run? Limited run, yep. Now, it's online play. Online play. So why was it, like, why couldn't you just leave it up there? Is it 
the, some of the servers or pricing? Like, why couldn't you? Servers, pricing, all uh, that, yeah. So it had to be a limited run. Uh, but it was good. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with how it came out. It was definitely a good challenge for me as an actor and a different type of role for me. And I'm excited to go on to the next one. It uh, looks like it's going to be a play that's been on my bucket list for quite some time. Uh, did we talk about it before or no? I don't think so. It's called Closer by N- Mike Nichols. It's a, it's actually a movie as well with Julia Roberts, Jude really? Law, oh, and Allie Portman, and Clive Owen. Uh, that's going to be a next play to tackle for me. Do you prefer yeah. like movies, TV, or like Broadway, like stage stuff? Okay, so TV... Quick answer. TV, TV film I love, but at the same time, theater is where I first started acting. Nothing, nothing at all could duplicate that experience. You have a genie in a lamp. Mm-hmm. Grant you your wish. What was your dream role? My dream role? Anything could be anything in the world. It could be Sandy from Greece, whatever your dream role is. <laughs> uh, Joker from Batman. I'm not talking about plays. I'm talking about like in a play, Broadway play. A Broadway play? Yeah. Honestly, it, it's it's this one coming up closer. I'm going to tell you, you have the look of the Joker, too. And I'm, I think last year, I redesigned your face to be the Joker. I'm like, this is a perfect fit for you. You are the fucking Joker. <laughs> I would love to play it, man. That, that's a dream role Easy. for me. You, you fucking fit right in. You're fucking psychotic. You have the fucking dimples, the little, the little <laughs> dents on your cheeks when you smile. Easy. Lay it on. Actually, you know what? I have to, I have to uh, rework my answer for you in that one. As much as it is for Closer... I know this is a role I'll never be able to do because I can't sing, but I would love to play. Um, um, oh my god, Javar, not Javar, Javer, and Les Miserables. Okay, but I can't sing, so that that's that's a pipe like, dream. Can, can you not sing? Can you learn how to sing? I'm like, I'm like a character champion. I can teach you. I'm tone deaf. Oh, that sucks. Like I went for singing lessons before. They gave me my money back. Sing your tone deaf. Wow, that sucks. Like I'm like that bad. Wow, that's <laughs> awkward. It's very awkward. Hmm. So yeah, pipe dream of mine, Les Miserables to be in. Uh, that that that's, that would be awesome, but it'll never happen. So closer it is. Okay. So I'm soaked for that. So we're going to start off doing it on Zoom, and then we're going to do a, a, a live reading of it like in front of people like in theater, and then the, the hopes to actually put it on as a show. Cool. Good luck. Thank you, man. I'm white. You are very white. So for the past 24 and a half years, I've been listening to Elvis Duran. Love Elvis. Oh, do you? Okay, because yeah. you're white too. Huge fan. And he's been the soundtrack of my life for the last 25, 20, 20, 24 years. And this weekend, he's celebrating his 25th anniversary on the air here in New York. This past week, he was on uh, Law & Order SVU. Stop! Was he really? Yes. <laughs> Good for him! Apparently, it's been a dream of his recently. He played a dead body <laughs> in the morgue. He was killed by a bunch of shivers, and I watched that episode. I don't watch SVU too often, so I watched this one. It was it was it was very oh interesting. Oh my god, that's great! Something growing up, I had a uh, I was privileged for a brief amount of time to give my parents annually Broadway tickets to go see shows and stuff like that. And when one of them couldn't make it, they would take me with them. And something my mother always told me was read the playbill. You always see every actor byline Law and Order. <laughs> True. Just randomly, qu- quickly, because we're running out of time here. Question like. Is being a dead body, you don't get credit for it as an actor. Like, is that something you strive? Is that a, you, foot, is you, that a foot in you, the door? You can get credit. Depends. Like, uh, I did. I did play a dead body. Actually, did you? Yeah. Law and Order. Uh, for actually, it was uh, unforgettable. John uh, John Oliver's show. John Oliver last week tonight. Yeah, I watched every episode of that show. Yeah. Okay. I got 
go back and check it out. What season? What episode? Let me go. Oh, HBO Max. This God, show. I don't have it on me in front of me. Right? Like, it was. Uh, he, he knows. He's being humble. It was no. It was a couple of seasons back. I actually well, a, a friend I that I'm still friends with today. I met her in that show. She was like my, my. She was my wife in the show. Is she hot? I mean, I, I'm married, dude. So yeah, but I'm not. She's single. She's married. She's single. Okay. Well, she's she's a, she's a comedian. She was in the uh, the di- the dictator with Sasha Baron Cohen. She's awesome. <sighs> okay. I guess you don't think about me when you think about single woman. I guess you want me to be alone and miserable for us in my life. She just wrote a book, Jenny Saldan. It's Jenny Saldania. What's up? At Michael Party slams my DMs. She's hilarious. I love her. So am I. Right. Mark? She's she's funnier than you. I mean, she gets paid to do that. Oh, that's a huge deal. <laughs> Like you're, you're like how could, how you make I, me giggle. How, she can, I, like how can I be a laugh. dead body? Can I be a dead body? I'm not an actor. Is that something actors do? Can I just like request to be a dead body on a TV show? It's actually hard to be a dead body. Is it? Yeah, I, I know it's hard to be like you got to stop breathing. Mm-hmm. But like, how do you get to be a dead body? Like, is that something they they search actors for? They pick randoms act actively. Randomly? I mean, they they picked me randomly for that. But like, so if you're about a dead body, can you just hook me up? I mean. Sure, because you don't need to be like sad credentials. Because you don't talk, you don't do anything. You're just laying there. I mean, I I was that was a sad thing. Yeah, but saying, but you don't, you don't. There's no talking. There's no acting. You're just laying there. How can that be like a sag union thing? I mean, I, I, I'm I'm not in charge of that part of it. But I have asking questions. You're my answer friend. You're supposed to answer my questions, but you have nothing for me here. So let's here's the, the, here's let's have the, the show. Off. Here's the thing. I mean, like it does require. It's it's harder than you think it is to be a dead body. No, it's not. It is. You just lay there, hold your breath. Which is really hard because oh, you have I to, know, I know that's very hard. You have to like know the camera angle, how long oh, it's on yeah. you, yada yada. That I get, I, I do not doubt that it's not easy, but not done hard. All you gotta do is hold your breath until they say cut. Well, you, you, let's do it right now. I want to see how well you do. Okay, I would love to do that right now, but it's horrible. Because I actually got, I've actually gotten a lot of compliments for how well I play a dead body. Well, you do it weekend we got on the show. Oh, okay. So for, Mark, deadly, for Marcus Sean and Marcus, welcome back into quote unquote studio. Not a studio anymore; it's my apartment now. But it's our new studio. Here we are. Good time, buddy. It's been it's been fun. It's Huge been difference on Zoom. Huge difference, right? Welcome back, buddy. Hope it's good to see you live, man. Hopefully, we can come back next week. Make this a regular thing again. Hell yes. So for Marcus, I've been your host at Mugsy Party. Until next week, with Marcus in studio. Hell yes, I'm back. I'm back, baby. Party up. Hey baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night everybody.